sorry guys, I just realized usually because I record out in the living room, I don't have my character sheet. So oh, I'm just gonna run and get it. Okay. Fly, so squirrel, girl, gonna, fly. Fly. I'm just gonna get it. Glide. I'm just gonna get it. Oh, glide. Okay, go. wait. <laughs> Chrissy, go get it. Why are you not getting it? Because I was enjoying everybody. <laughs> All right, well, we don't have a lot of time yeah, here, dirt, so yeah, if you could go get it, that'd be great. I'll go, okay? I'm going. Good. Going. I don't know why you're still saying you're going. <laughs> it uh, proves you're not going. I know this is like an intense part of the story, but there's no chance of this turning into a holiday episode, is there? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Santa comes down. You know what? Oh, man. Louisa, there's always the chance for this to start with a song that. and start with a holiday episode. Oh, and you hear jingle, jingle, yes! jingle. Especially with Alexi. Like, yeah, yeah the beard. Like... Yeah. Well, let's see if we can pivot, hard pivot into that. The one thing I will say is that, you know, if we do release these, who knows when this will be released? I don't think it'll correspond You'll to Christmas You'll have to wait till next year. Cool. So by way of a recap here to get us back up to speed, uh, we just finished a, a very action-packed uh, episode there where uh, you were ambushed in the middle of the night via klaxons, these uh, xenos that resemble kind of water buffaloes from a different continent. And it was revealed that uh, zealots were leading this charge. And uh, thanks to some uh, relatively quick thinking of uh, Alexi uh, muscling down one of the uh, klaxons and then Sinye coming the last moment and pivotally uh, shooting this thing uh, in the temple with one of her bolts and uh, a zealot being scared away by Fenriel who is jumping from her tree, her hidey hole, uh, and this whole wave of klaxons coming down onto your van that had turned over. Lexi managed to turn it back up in the nick of time. We had Jonas driving Sarah and Sinyi and himself away from the charge, leaving uh, Alexi, Fenriel, and Fennec certainly to die. And we're going to pick up with that moment uh, just afterwards. Uh, presumably, Alexi, with that prodigious strength roll, if you want, you can kind of like get Fenrir in your arms at this point. Yeah, that's that what roll. I'm doing, and I'm like I'm bear hugging her and just putting my back to the to the to the herd. She's in shock for a moment, but I think she starts to like start like pushing at him. Alexi is going to engage his mutagen and just try to harden his entire body. It's okay. 
I hope that this shows you that it's okay to trust strangers. Strangers are just friends. Before you finish that, this this klaxon horde is going to happen. Oh. So, I will say there's a luck rule that I think John would do, unless John wants to uh, suggest no, Chris do it. does instead. I'll but do it. I think it's a John luck rule. Oh, fucking hell. I go love this. this so go cool. Can you use it, Bo? No, you can't. Metapod, yeah. Tur- 13. 13! That is very good. However, oh, goodness. you are in a dire situation, as in you started with a three luck that was this Klaxon Horde just said fuck you in particular uh, here. And so a 13, while it does uh, mean that uh, with this initial attack, no one's going to die this day, uh, there is going to be some uh, damage here. So I do need you, um, uh, Alexi, to make constitution safe. Yeah, and I'll use inspo on this guy. Oh, yeah. No need. (laughs) (laughs) Two sixes, baby. No need. 16. Bam. Rolling. Two sixes? That means you get an inspiration point. Oh, fuck yeah. So now I'm just back at two. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, And uh, I need uh, Christy as uh, Fenriel to uh, make a constitution save against stress. I'd ask Alexi for this, but two, two sixes. He's somehow fine with this. Okay. It's a self-sacrifice moment. He's he's yeah. accepted it. Mm. Yeah. Um, Eleven. Great. Okay. So you lose one inspiration point as it is stressful uh, that this happening. It's <laughs> this actually kind is of stressful. <laughs> stressful. There was yeah. Some, yeah, she, some stress stressed. was she injured. Stressed. Yeah. Um, Back down to two inspo. And Alexi, you only lose one stamina point as uh, this uh, herd. Uh, does graze you, does hit you. We see in slow motion, uh, one of the leaders slightly ahead just kind of hit your arm and its horn kind of hits against as if it was like a brick wall. It kind of takes like a chunk out of a hardened skin uh, that later we would know would cause kind of like a bruise to your person. Mm. And then on the left side, it hits your thigh and then your upper arm as it kind of shies away from the hit as it does not like what it hit. It's like a wall that it hits there. And a third one uh, goes and we kind of zoom in very close to its eyes for a second as it seems to have some kind of herd sense as it sees like, what the fuck? And it jump, it chooses to jump over you, but it can't because it can't jump that high. And it tramples along your backside, oh. your back. One hoof is on the back of mm. your neck yeah. and kind of does an awkward like uh, vault over you there that to a normal person would crush but for you just kind of like uh, compresses you and your quarry in more uh, like making a diamond uh, but those three and the other you know uh, few that uh, that are of that column uh, learn better uh, as they go just around you as this thing thunders past and curves vaguely to the right uh, away from town uh, and just in the uh, moment, the few uh, few seconds and, you know, the half a minute of chaos that led up to this, uh, it then passes. And there is a, uh, not a silence, but comparatively a, a quietness and definitely a peacefulness as uh, the three of you, Fennec included, of course, uh, just kind of, you know, uh, hold still as the ground stops to shake there. I'd love to add like, um, like a sound mix moment where you hear like, all the flurry of the um, 
of the hooves and kind of going across like your hardened back. But like the soundtrack is kind of like um like a viola or like an erhu, like kind of like slow mm, kind yeah, of quality yeah, yeah. to it. Like very much yeah. how they do those big battles at like the end of like Legend of Korra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was very and cool. Even at like I was thinking like it's like like and then you you there's like the you know the dust, the dust from the stampede like and like just the shot of like. You see a shadow kind of like it looks like, like a, a stone. Big it's just stone, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 John, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It, and it's just like settling and then it just comes it's just a man and like and and like <laughs> and he's bloody maybe. I don't even know if you're still in your form or not, but uh, and that's a great follow-up question. Um for flavor and aesthetics, how do you imagine that does that hardening of your person look different? No, he yeah, it looks like it almost looks like scales, but they're very jagged and they like kind of stick out of his of his person a little bit. Um if anybody watches uh, My Hero Academia, does anybody watch that? Mm, yeah, yeah. There's a character in that anime that has like basically a hardening power where they turn to like stone and it's just like, yeah, all their edges become like really jagged and they just turn into this like cracked, really broken sort of like sandstone looking thing. And that's what I'm imagining. It would just look like his skin, but like this sort of like scaly stone jagged thing. Um, but yeah, uh, like like said there, the sound uh, kind of fades. The in, the uh, instrument also kind of fades out as well. And the dust is settling, uh, leaving you three uh uh, as the chaos is subsiding. Mm. Fenrir's just like breathing really heavily and again it's just like limp against um Alexi and I think she's just in total shock. Yeah, I think um yeah, as the dust is settling, maybe like we see we see the shot of yeah, like through through the hole of Alexi's arms and neck and whatever we see like a sort of you know, her face, like kind of like freaking out her eyes or whatever. And then we just start to see like the arm that's holding her start, like all the jagged edges start to just like ruffle away and they just start to like smooth over and stuff. And then eventually like the arms just sort of like let loose a bit. And Alexi just kind of like plunks onto his back. Oh yeah. And I think Fenrir at that point just kind of looks at him and goes, your hurt and starts using medicine to like wrap wounds and like try to just like help him, but doesn't say anything. She's still just got like that. It's like, she's gone into um, automation mode where she's just like, she has to do something with her hands, but her eyes are really far away and she's like noticeably shaking. And we're going to cut away there as we're not out of the woods yet, but that's wonderful uh, to um, Cindy, Jonas and Sarah as uh, with that brief uh, pedal to the metal, that brief acceleration, uh, there is that that thunderous moment that happens there. Um, And, you know, probably instinctively, you all look back and there's that moment of terror of just like, Jesus Christ, nothing survived that as just a wall of of muscle uh, and creature. But then, sure enough, you do see a boulder, a person, uh, as they lean back, and a, uh, a a young woman and a foxel kind of emerge. Uh, and then you kind of take in your surroundings as um, the fight is not over. Your headlights kind of uh, cast over the marketplace and where you were fed before. And sure enough, there is activity there uh, as you see a couple of armored figures uh, just cutting down 
uh, people who are not that well uh, armed, and one person in particular who is by the fire with a long spear uh, who is uh, wielding it uh, pretty expertly, uh, flipping it around and all the uh, motions seem fluid and deadly as uh, any threats come towards them. As it seems very clear now, uh, after, after waking about a minute ago, that a pretty deadly raid is happening. I think there's like um, uh, just a clo- close up on like Sinyi's hands and then she clicks another bolt into place and then she's just going to get her face really close to the headrest um, where Jonas is. Go. Move. I think, <clears throat> and then I think, so I think Jonas is in a, in a bit of a, he, he just had a horrible moment when he had to choose between ditching his friends or not. Like, it was, it was actually, like, really, it's weird to just be like, well, f- I gotta leave these people for dead for the sake of me, my daughter. Like, like this weird moment. So I think I he, he's, like, I think he's still kind of, like, in this fucked up spot where he's just, like, thinking. And, uh... I think Sarah's also looking at him, like, judging for that choice. And she kind of looks and goes, you left them. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. So, I, but I think Jonah's just kind of, like, in, like, I don't think he's, I think he's even, like... He, he's just kind of like phased. He just made a terrible decision. He just made a choice that was very tough. And I think Sinyi, uh, you, so yeah, Sinyi says those, I, I think he doesn't even really react at first. He just kind of like, and then like looks up and, and just kind of, what? What? And then if that's the case, I'm going to go, I'm going to look at, uh, I'm going to like put a hand gently on his shoulder and then kind of try to like gesture him toward the passenger seat. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just gonna have Jonas. Jonas is just gonna comply. He's just gonna. Uh, and I'm gonna just kind of, kind of, as I'm climbing into the into the driver's seat, I'm gonna say to Sarah, "Sometimes you gotta make tough decisions." I'm driving now. I'll do a Yui, and um, try and drive near to Alexi and um, Fenriel. Uh, but uh, yeah, the party is rejoined as the van pulls up here. Jonas, who is kind of in a state of like just just shock that he he kind of just drove away and abandoned these people, seeing them alive. He's gonna immediately uh, like get out of the van and and say, uh, "Sarah, go find a." Um, can I can I make like a? I have a. What do I call it here? Botany. Can I use my botany roll to see if I can find some kind of like you know, plants that might help ease pain or something like some kind of healing plant, something like that. See if that's nearby. Uh, you can. Uh, this would be an intelligence roll disadvantage because it is nighttime and you are on a road. So it's going to be pretty, you know, that's a good point. hard pickings, <laughs> but you can try. I will try. Great. And of course, you can always use inspiration ahead of a roll to, uh, you know, give yourself advantage. Oh, then I will. Sorry, that's right. I can't. I will do that. So it becomes just a regular roll. So it's. Yep. That's a nine. Uh, make a luck roll for me. 13. Wow. Um, yeah. And again, sorry, you're looking for a uh, plant that will help like heal wounds. Yeah. Or... yeah like some, something like maybe like even just lessen pain or just make the process of healing easier. Yeah. You see on the roadside uh, a plant that has kind of um, grown in this area, uh, as you've noticed, as you traveled more north, uh, mm. thanks to the uh, stock, a uh, kind of mint-like plant that when chewed mm. is quite distracting and kind of like vaguely numbing. Like it's not a good anesthetic, uh, but if anyone's in pain, it feels good to chew this uh, plant. Okay. Uh, and it's called chirrup. Okay, great. So yeah, I'll, I'll have, uh, I guess I'll like, as I'm getting out, I'm going to be like, um, 
Sarah, uh, Sarah, find any chirp nearby. There's some right there. Grab that. And I'm going to like go over to where Alexi and uh, um, Fenriel are sitting. Good call there, but this is no time to idle. Can you move? Alexi. He just sort of like uh, grunts um, as he, uh, he just exhales in a grunt. He just sort of goes. <sighs> if we can get you all in the car, we got to move. There are still things coming towards us. Uh, right, yeah. Sarah, Sarah, grab it. Let's get him in the car. And then uh, Jonas like goes to Alexi and Fenrir and just tries to like like help them up. Th- th- thank you. Thanks, th- thanks, Sarah Bear. Can, can you back to- get back to the van? Uh, here, Alexi, try this. This will help the pain. We didn't, we didn't leave you. We didn't leave you behind. Sarah Bear, we need you to get in the van. Come here. And then and then <laughs> Jonas kind of like, like, like ushers her towards the van. If you want to climb in there, you can lie down. Uh, and he just uh, does wordlessly again. Uh, I'm going to look to Fenril and offer Fenril, are you in pain? Do you need some of this? The chirp? I'm fine. All right, we should get moving because Sinny's right, and I'm going to make my way back to the van. Great, uh, as you're all piling in the van here. Uh, Jonas, I want to give you an inspiration point for using uh, your botany skill and some uh, local uh, flora uh, to help this. Uh, that's that's neat to see. Can I do a perception check in terms of what the best place to go to just get away from all of this would be? You don't need to make a roll. Uh, basically, there's um, two op- uh, three options. You can go back the way you came, uh, down the ha- highway towards uh, Limestone. You can head uh, north, which is where the uh, Highway 5 naturally wants to go. Uh, or it looks like there's a right turn, which is a residential area that turns to the east. But you would know from yesterday that people have tried that route and it's blocked off. Uh, so it may be a dead end. And Fenriel in the background and just the back seat just goes, we need to go. I say we go north. All right, girly. And I'm going to drive north. Keep in mind, I as a player... Do not know how to drive, so you can either jump in or watch me <laughs> not know any of the driving Sing terms. What's the first foot step in, in driving, Louisa? <laughs> what do you do first? What tool of the car do you activate? The wipers? <laughs> okay. Now you're, now you're fucking with me. That's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, so yeah, if you're heading north, if you're stepping on the gas pedal, uh, which is what you would do, and making sure it's in drive. A lesson and a game. (laughs) (laughs) And what has been your training for driving? Oh, I recorded a D&D podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. (laughs) I think that qualifies for a G1. But now, after driving that short distance, you see ahead of you, uh, you know, pretty much some chaos. A raid is going on of some sort. Uh, You see uh, what looks to be people in uh, armor, uh, kind of looting, setting fires, uh, even some violence. Uh, You see one person get cut down at the knees, just some kind of civilian as they run, grab something off them, uh, and some errant klaxons or xenos here and there. Uh, But that's about a block ahead of you. Uh, You are in relative uh, safety in this moment, but it seems that the collection of uh, refugees from Limestone in the town of Inbrary, where you are, is under attack. So the main thing will be, uh, Sinyi, uh, for driving here, is that you're going to have to basically bust through uh, the chaos, uh, which right now looks like some attackers and people are kind of running. So it depends on how quickly you want to do this. Do you want to kind of go at like, a, you know, 40 kilometers an hour kind of average speed that kind of daintily goes through here and, you know, you're at risk at someone attacking you uh, for these armored individuals, which I believe we identified as zealots? Or do you just want to not risk that, but just 
go full speed. And We're zooming. Impedes you. You're zooming? Great. Zooming. <laughs> uh, so this would be a uh, luck roll that probably Louisa Sinyi should uh, oh, take. Great. Just in uh, how well you just bust through here. Here we go. Two. Yeah. Uh, two. <laughs> Wow. John's face is amazing, right? <laughs> Guys, we have to start rolling better luck. Yeah. Ourselves. I can only save us so many times. <laughs> so, uh, oh my gosh. Let me get this straight. So, we have Sydney in the front. Jonas, oh, are man. you in the middle section or are you in the uh, shotgun? Are you um, running passenger? I'm, uh, I'm. I'm probably in the front again, yeah, where I was before. Okay, and then we got Sarah and Fenriel in the middle, I believe. Yeah. And then, uh, Alexi, you're in the back. Your boy's in the right trunk. in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you uh, you were distracted, Sydney, by, uh, rightfully so, you see uh, just a someone in armor with a, a torch that is, uh, you know, uh, scaring some people away, and that catches your eye. And uh, before uh, Jonas, you yell something, but you notice that another car is going in reverse, and you uh, T-bone uh, this, this car, uh, going at about probably only 50, but that's still substantial, as you didn't get up to full speed. I need everyone in uh, the car to make a uh, constitution check. And I will make a constitution check for Sarah. Yeah. 13. Oh, wow. Nice. Plus. Oh, wait. That's not a D6. Hold on. I got 11. <laughs> cool. Uh, so just, uh, yeah, one at a time with that 13, John. Uh, you can make the choice to either take one stress or lose one stamina. Uh, with that 11. Uh, you take one stress, Jonah, and you lose two stamina. Cool, cool. I got nine. I also got nine because my constitution is five. Uh, Fenriel and uh, Sinyi, uh, you both take a stress, which means you lose a, um, a inspiration point, uh, and you lose three stamina, uh, but no injury here. As uh, And Sarah is pretty much the same. Uh, and uh, that's kind of the condition you're all in. So those who rolled above uh, a nine here, we're kind of entering combat, as in it is a uh, action sequence here. Uh, you'll be dazed for this combat round, um, and everyone else will be stunned for a round uh, as a T-boning happens. And uh, because it's very bad luck, um, uh, Jonas uh, and also Alexi, because you rolled on the higher end of things, uh, you can see that you're right in the middle of the battle uh, where you see a, a zealot, uh, which uh, looks like a woman with a spear and kind of uh, like long braided hair and a helmet uh, is, um, you know, just casting aside a torch there and is now looking at you at your van uh, as you very much got her attention here. Um, and uh, your van can't go any further. There is smoke coming from the hood. Uh, this van... Uh, you know, could be repaired, but in this moment, can't move any further. So I'm going to leave it to actually Alexi to go first because he rolled higher for Constitution than Jonas for this first round. Out of the frying pan into the fryer. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Alexi, just for pre like pre life pre flavor, Alexi gets into the trunk. They're driving along. He's taking deep breaths. He's sighing, you know, he's, he's like trying to regain some of that energy. He's sort of focusing on himself in this moment. 
and um, all of this happens. Um, and he just sort of like, uh, in a in a moment, he just sort of reaches down to the bottom of like the trunk, and, like just pulls it open very slowly, gets out with like a hand on his head. Can you people give me a break? Uh, Alexi, I need you to make an intelligence roll for me, please. My favorite. I know, bud. Mm, it's a seven. Okay, and with that seven, you are slowly uh, getting uh, your bearings here. Uh, but not before uh, someone attacks you, Alexi. Uh, and I just want to preface this with, uh, I was uh, wondering where we were going to go tonight. And I was very pleased to hear that you're just like, we're just going to drive in a direction. And I'm like, oh, maybe we'll leave this town. But uh -huh. uh, these two luck happened and we are still in this combat. Well, you had the very power so. to make us just have a flat tire. <laughs> That's not a two. <laughs> That's not a it two. It could be if none of us knew how to change one and there was no CAA. <laughs> You're right, Christy. If my family was murdered by a flat tire, that would be a two for you don't sure. Henry else passed. Instead, we're gonna get a Christmas clash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad you forgot about Christmas. I'm folks. gonna teach this villain the meaning of Christmas by the end of this episode. It starts snowing so beautifully. <laughs> so uh, you get attacked, and it's uncontested oh. because you don't. You're unaware it's happening. Unaware. And uh, Alexi, uh, you kind of feel it before you register it. You are looking to your left, you look to your right, and then you feel shudder as you do a step, and there's a spear in you. Someone has thrown a spear into your midsection, Love it. Uh, and it is fairly deep uh, in you there. It has kind of ignored some of the armor just through its weight and sharpness. Uh, and you now have an injury of uh, four severity. You whip your head around to the left and you see this woman uh, with this mask with kind of six dots on it, very symmetrical, looking your direction. And she uh, calls out to another armored uh, person who is, uh, you know, terrorizing some people with a fire. Uh, and uh, they look towards you and they seem to be just kind of, you know, their attention drawn to you. So you've got two zealot uh, people who are looking at you there. Um, and again, because of two luck, um, the next thing the cell's gonna do is, uh, it's the next enemy's turn. Uh, they are going to... Uh, they go to throw, uh, like, uh, a piece of, uh, wood and fabric that's on fire, perhaps some, some gasoline. They just throw it in the car's direction. And there's a moment to, uh, especially uh, Jonas and Alexi, you see this, but everyone in the car is getting their bearings at this point, where it looks uh, terrifying as this flaming object is going mm. towards you, but it lands just short, uh, probably like three feet uh, short of the van and just kind of uh, falls lamely on the uh, gravel there um, as uh, the zealot with kind of a mean looking uh, machete uh, just kind of draws it and is stalking towards you. Um, but that is the enemy's turn. Uh, Jonas, uh, you are next in uh, the order here. All right. Um, I, I have a question. Did the did the medicine I gave um, Alexi have any? Does it have? Does it actually do anything, or is it just kind of like it, like like a role playing? It soothes the pain. But if it does nothing, that's fine. But I was just curious if that's a thing that we can use. Uh, I think it does something. It's just mechanically at this point, it's not useful enough. Like the right. heat of battle. It's more yeah. that like, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. it helps you ignore the pain. <laughs> but if you're like, if you have a spear in you, like this yeah. chirp's going to do nothing. Uh, you don't basically. eat mint when you get speared? <laughs> yeah. Spear mint? Yeah, yeah, it was right there. 
If I could run around, I would. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Great. That was great. Spearmint. Wow. We were all here for that. That's, uh, that yeah. was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Should we end it here? Or? Done. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been great. It's been great. Have a happy holidays. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, to circle back to your return, Jenna. So yeah, uh, unfortunately, Sheriff has kind of like forgotten this instance. It doesn't have any. It, it's not right. that powerful. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, uh, so I'm, I guess the first thing I would do is uh, the, the crash would happen and then Jonas would, Sarah, are you okay? And look back to Sarah. Um, and she's fine? She's yeah. she's dazed. Uh, she's the same as uh, Sinny and Fenriel, just kind of dazed and kind of like groaning. Uh, but Sarah is strapped in and uh, probably actually took it the best uh, just because she's, you know, I don't know, younger, more plastic, I'm going to say. Okay. Um uh, and I'm gonna say in that vi- like in the view, looking out, looking back, and looking mm-hmm. through the back, I see a spear entering Alexi. Sure. And I'm gonna like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, oh my god! And I'm gonna get out the front. And I'm gonna pull out my revolver and I'm gonna I'm gonna point it at this 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 lady that stabbed my uh, my friend here. And I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot her. Great. Well, we'll see if you can uh, get out and pull this uh, gun and still have something left of your mm-hmm. combat action here. Uh, you have Gunslinger, uh, so I'm going to bear that in mind, but please make a dexterity mm-hmm. roll. From- I'm also going to drop an inspiration on this. Nice. Oh, six plus uh, that is a 15. Uh, wow. Uh, so 15. Uh, yeah. Uh, you open the door, you quick draw your gun, and uh, yeah, you're firing at uh, the uh, female zealot or the uh, male zealot who's approaching. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot the one that just stabbed my friend. I, I'm gonna assume I don't see the other one in the dark. I'm just shooting the one that uh, stabbed Alexi. Fair. Uh, any kind of uh, area on their body you're aiming for? Probably their face head. Face head. Great. Make a dexterity mm, roll. Yes, the face head. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the most well-known body part. <laughs> that is a twelve. You go uh, and you pull out this gun and level it and fire. And as before you even fire, uh, she seems to clock this and just kind of drops down and does a slight roll. And you fire nothing uh, as you just miss. Right. Um, so I'll miss and then yell like, uh, I'm just going to yell, we're being attacked kind of thing. Just to the group. <laughs> right. You're yelling to her like, are you attacking us? Yeah. yeah we're yeah, being yeah, attacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. This is Sorry, all great. a big misunderstanding. Let's just all chill out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'll just make our face heads go chill. <laughs> um, so you spend a bullet there doing that, of yep. course. Uh, and that is the end of the first combat round. The next round, of course, we'll get Fenrir and Sinyi in on the action here, uh, and Sarah as well. Um, so it's the top of the order. Uh, and Alexi, I need you to make uh, an endurance check, please, after getting that spear in ya. Which is uh, an endurance check is just a constitution, constitution save. Uh, plus, you have tough guy, which we'll bear in mind. Yeah, Christy, sorry. Could I do... Um, I have a role-playing moment in my head for what's happening for Fenrir oh, as she's in this daze. Um, and I can imagine, like, there's a bit of, like, tinnitus happening. So, like, this, you know, mm. um, ringing in her ears. And she's trying to come to, but between the state that she was in when Alexi, like, hugged her to now and this, like, you know, jostling around and fire and screaming... Fenriel has shut down like she is just like she has no idea what's going on and she's in feral mode nice nice. 
Nice. Uh, I want to give you an inspiration point, Christy, for that uh, role-playing choice. Six. Back up to three, baby! I also want to say a role-playing choice. Alexi's in a, a sort of feral state <laughs> due to the noise <laughs> and the spear. You know what? That's going to be an inspiration Thank point. Thank you. Awesome. Wait, I'm, I'm, joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, Julian, John, don't you dare. Julian, I think that Jonas is kind of in a feral state. By the feral? Way. I was yeah, hoping like you'd a... say that. Did someone say feral? Louisa, do you wanna? Are you in any kind of state, Louisa? Is uh, Sydney in any kind of state? Um, well, I live in Canada, so we have provinces oh, here. Nice. Oh, <laughs> that's no Good spearmen. night, everybody. That's no spearmen. Yeah. May all of the things be forgotten. Why don't we the national anthem? Join hands, guys. No, I was trying to do a Christmas. No, it was. Uh, it was Ye something gentleman. Oh shit! Yeah, you fit old Alan Zines. Whatever. Fuck. Of all fuck the that Christmas up. songs you could choose from that have ever existed, you listen. You lose there's only a few point. good Christmas songs, and one of my favorites is not a Christmas song. Okay. Because we're going cinematic. If a fight does break out, for example, as soon as Jonas f- fires the bullet, the music that comes on overhead is a very upbeat version of Jingle Bell Rock. As she rolls, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. Um, I did roll. A, I did roll a sixteen for my con. Right, serious. We're okay, in a very fantastic. scary moment. Sorry. Uh, so yes, I mean, you know, Alexi. One thing we know about Alexi, he can just take hits and as well as mm. give them. Uh, Alexi, yeah, with a sixteen, you are somehow fine with this. I mean, not somehow. You you were in the war on form, <laughs> and it's. Uh, you okay? My dog just came in. Oh, oh my god, the audacity. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. But uh, yeah, Alexa, you were useless in a world form. Uh, the stock fought with spears. So having a spear in you, this is probably not your first uh, spear spearing. inside your torso. <laughs> your first spearing. I think Alexi, um, Alexi is chewing the, the mint, and then when he gets speared, he just like <laughs> winces. Um, and uh, and uh, <laughs> just says like, what is with all of the stabbing and the spears and the arrows? As he's like ripping it out, um, and you just see like whoosh, a little bit of squirt of blood sort of come out as he pulls it out, uh, and he like pushes it into the ground, and he goes into his like lip where he's kept the mint, and he just like takes it out and shoves the mint in the hole, <laughs> and he's just like, Ugh, and he just sort of shoves it in there. But uh, yeah, so uh, Alexi, uh, I need a strength roll and then another constitution roll as you uh, yank this thing out of you. Strength is 14. That's fine. You yank this thing out. And a lot of blood. constitution is 15. Yeah, again, you are fine with this. You uh, do everything you just uh, said. I have three uh, good uh, stats, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, worth mentioning, though, that this wound you have is uh, not stable, meaning you are just oozing blood. Oh. Uh, so if not stabilized and you keep fighting, uh, granted, every combat round is like, you know, five to seven seconds. So not a lot, a lot of time, but it will get worse as you lose blood. So, you know, you have a timer on you. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, I'll say that is, uh, probably like, I'll say that's a minor action because you rolled so well, uh, if you want to use another minor action to make a full action. We just see Alexi like, oh God, like he's just so fed up with all of this as he sort of plunges the spear into the ground, uh, next to him and pulls out his sludge hammer off his back, uh, and sort of just like two handed, just sort of like starts begrudgingly sort of like lurching towards the guy running at the van. 
Fantastic. Uh, so we're just going to switch order here as we're going to take up with the uh, the male zealot running towards you. Uh, and he's going to attack you. He uh, runs at you, kind of faints side to side. And his machete is just going for a side slash uh, against your torso here. Uh, do you want to react defensively or offensively to this? Uh, defensively. Great. So this will either be a uh, strength or dexterity roll. Strength it is. 15. Uh, yeah, uh, as uh, with that, it is kind of like as he gets close, you kind of uh, just like shove the, um, you know, the handle of the Warhammer towards him. And he has to like back off there as you just kind of create some space as uh, he seems like a little, uh, you know, apprehensive of getting too, too close to you there uh, as he kind of backs off a little bit. The zealot, though, uh, the female zealot that threw her spear at you, Alexi, they've kind of changed targets. Uh, you fired at her, Jonah. Uh, and she is quickly going to advance towards uh, you. Um, as uh, Jonah, you see her just kind of take a knife and just whip it at you, uh, center of mass. Uh, how are you reacting to that? Um, <clears throat> I don't think I'd do it offensively. I'd probably defensive. I'm just going to do exactly what she did. Just try to duck as quick as I can kind of thing. Just great. So make a dexterity roll for me, please. Uh, I'm going to pump inspiration on this. Great. So nice. Nice. That is a sweet 14. Oh, wow. You tied her uh, oh, as uh, you uh, see it coming and it, it releases from her hand very quickly and we'll say it's such an, kind of an underhand throw uh, with a little bit of finesse and you kind of duck and it just like it scrapes your jacket and like uh, actually uh, goes into um, actually why not because you open the door to get out uh, we'll say it goes into the car uh, and soon <laughs> you see a knife that kind of scrapes against the inside of the windshield and falls in the dash and kind of spins in front of you uh, Sinny there uh, as it was uh, just very very close um, but uh, you successfully dodged that. And uh, now we're midway for the order. And Jonas, it is your turn. And then it'll be to either Fenriel or Sinyi, which whoever wants to act first. Do you have a preference, Christy? Well, I'll just say that I don't know how this would work. But Fenriel, I think at this point, is um, because of her state, she's just trying to like get out of the seatbelt. She's not even like, there's nothing reading. So you, she would just be in the back like or in the middle like... <laughs> Like she's not even finding the seatbelt. She's just like screaming and hissing. She's not saying words. She's just like spitting. Yeah. So we'll say, Fenrir, you're going next. Uh, I will say, if you're choosing to do a, a feral state, let's say we'll give you advantage for some stat rolls and disadvantage for others okay. um, cool. as you're That's prioritizing. Cool. Like a barbarian certain... charge. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly like that. Um, so uh, I need you to make either a. Um, uh, intelligence roll disadvantage or a uh, dexterity roll with advantage to get out of this. I think she'd be dex. She's not using her intelligence right now. Yeah. Right? That's a good point. So, 10. 10. Uh, it's going to take your combat turn, uh, but uh, if you wish, you can definitely get out of this car. Uh, and I was imagining, um, well, you've got uh, Sarah beside you. So either, you know, to the right towards the action or the left. Uh, it's your call, Christy, which way uh, Fenrir kind of slips out of the car. She here. would never hurt a kid. So she would go away. Like she would go out the other side. Cool. So great. Uh, Fenrir is leaving the van. Uh, and Sinyi, you've witnessed all this. Your senses are coming to you. Uh, you're in the driver's seat. Are there uh, airbags deployed? Um. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't factor that in. So we'll say you weren't going fast enough that they deployed. Great. If that makes sense, I guess. Which is definitely Great. better. So she's been staring ahead of her. And the knife comes <laughs> and hey, slides yeah. down the windshield and it's spinning. She's just going to put a finger on the center of it. <laughs> and then grab the handle. And then I think what she'd like to do is she's like aware that there's a fight going on behind her. But... I think what she's interested in doing is she's just trying to figure out what's going on with the car in front of her. Are the people still in it? How is the is the that the car the condition of that car okay? Could cool. she get it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, make an intelligence roll for me. Oh yeah, I need that. Okay, so uh, fourteen. Yeah, um, yeah. as you kind of get into this very focused state uh, in danger here, uh, you can see that the truck ahead of you, it's a pickup truck with a bit of a covering uh, over its back. It looks like it was maybe like a merchant or some kind of wares. Uh, and from what you can tell, Sinyi, you T-boned it, so obviously its left side is crunched a little bit, uh, but it seems to be in uh, working order. Uh, you see that there is at least one figure in the cab uh, who is, uh, you know, it looks like there is some like blood on the window, but they're scrambling out the passenger side. Um, but uh, from what you can tell, like the lights are on this car, the engine, it seems, I mean, well, with that high roll, the engine is still running. This car looks in working order, but the uh, the people in the car are evacuating it. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna get out and get into the truck. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no rule needed for that. You kind of open the door. You're like, okay, when, uh, you know, God smashes your Windstar, it opens up a pickup. I tuck, so, uh, I know I'm not supposed to, but I tuck the knife into my bag or, or mm -hmm. into like a pocket and then I'm going to pull out my crossbow and have my other hand on the wheel. <laughs> Great. Uh, well, yeah, that'll probably be next turn as uh, your action right now. Just getting out of this car, going to the next Perfect. will probably take your full action there. Um, but nice. Yeah, you're, you're Grand Theft autoing <laughs> to the next car. <laughs> Great. And then we're at the top of the order for round three. And uh, Alexi, it's you. Uh, you are engaged uh, with the Zealot. Uh, you warded off his attack. Uh, you know, you're in uh, martial combat with uh, one another. Uh, what do you choose to do? Um, yeah, Alexi is just going to... Uh, um, he's just going to like use the momentum of the of the of the warhammer to just like wind up a big old strike and just try to just obliterate this dude. Nice, yeah, just smash him aside there, for sure. Uh, he is going to try to get in close and like parry uh, it on the outside. So it's going to be a strength versus strength. Go for it when you're ready. <laughs> Do I use my final inspiration on it? Oof. Uh, you definitely could if you wish. Uh, I will say, actually, you're going to have advantage, so don't use it, because you have two-handed weaponry, okay. and I think this is prime, like, you have the advantage here All right. in terms of the weapons used. I'm rolling so with advantage? You'd have advantage on this. You All are, right. yes. Right, so then I won't use it. So that is a 15. Uh, yes, uh, you do definitely hit him here. Um... But uh, it's not going to take him out as uh, you do kind of, you know, spin around and uh, he managed to fend kind of. He does get hit aside and the machete does like ding into his armor there. But he takes three points of stamina damage as he kind of uh, grimaces. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's not enough to kind of one shot the fight there uh, as you do this action. It's uh, the person who you attacked's uh, go now. Uh, they are going to uh, try to go uh, low, because uh, I feel this will kind of be, you know, 
out of your reach here uh, as he crumples off against the Windstar, snarls again, and then kind of goes low for your legs and kind of ducks down to try to slice uh, at one or both your shins. How would you like to defend, Alexi? If I can, if I have enough time, I guess. I think I want Alexi to just fucking golf swing the shit out of this guy. Just straight up, just as he's like ducking down to get to near the shins, I'm just going for, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready to tee off with this dude's brain. Great. So this would be an offensive reaction. Uh, this would be a strength roll uh, versus this would be dexterity for him. Uh, am I rolling with advantage on this one? No, because it's actually. No, no, because. Okay, yeah, so then I'll use my, my last precious inspo on it. Oh, God. Woo! Good call. You can do it. 16. Good call. Wow. Yeah. So uh, you beat uh, him there as he goes for the slice and you uh, clock him uh, there against the uh, head. Although just like it's not as clean as you wish. Like in your mind, you're like, yeah, this head's going to fly off his body. It's not quite that clean. You kind of hit him with part of the handle as well. He's also got armor, which kind of mitigates it a little bit. bit. But for the second time, he crunches against the car there. Uh, But somehow he looks like kind of a veteran fighter in his own right. He's still standing. Uh, He's definitely injured and bloodied there. And he still has a grip on the machete. He's wide eyed. uh, But he looks at you uh, and no snarling now. Just an open mouth. Uh, But he is still uh you know in his death row uh kind of vibe there uh but uh yeah i'm gonna give you an inspiration point for that uh good uh, parry there back, that was back, uh, great back. um and now it is the other attacking zealot uh jonas uh who threw a, a knife at you uh and is closing distance um, and uh, the next thing she is going to do is she's actually going to take out a form of a rope dart uh, of a rope with a, a blade on the edge of it. Oh, and wow. she unwinds it. And as she gets closer, is kind of going for somewhat of a surprise attack of like uncoiling it and just whipping it at your center of mass as she gets uh, close. Uh, and uh, she's getting so close that gun range is going to be a little awkward, you know, yeah. like sticking it out towards her. She can kind of parry it away, that kind of thing. Uh, but she's attacking and moving in. How are you defending? Okay. So can I, as like maybe a defensive, I don't know, I guess it's a defensive, but try to close the gap between us and make that ranged weapon less useful? Yeah, you can try to like go forward and kind of, you know, dodge it as it goes forward. Yeah. There. For sure. Uh, this would be a dexterity roll. Ooh, she ruled very well. Yikes, I did not. Uh, that's, uh, well, 10. 10, so she rolled a 16. Um, as uh, she does uh, hit you there, and uh, you just don't move in time. Yeah. You take six stamina damage. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, and you do take an injury, because uh, once you go over four stamina damage, you do take injury. Oh, it's close. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, you are impaled center of mass. Do you have any armor on you, Jonas? I have light armor. Great. So that helps uh, a little bit. So I'm going to say your injury is at a severity of uh, four uh, and is not stable. So uh, l- just like um, the injury that's in Alexi right now, like it has to be seen to right. um, okay. here. Uh, so yeah, that's bad. Uh, and uh, also I'll say take a stress as well. That mm-hmm. probably makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I need you to make uh, an endurance roll. So that is a 11. 11, okay. Um, ba, ba, ba. I might check the source book here. Is Sarah gonna become uh, an orphan? Is that what's about to happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not great. It's not great. Oh my gosh. 
Sign is a tabletop role-playing game created by Jason Ox and myself, Julian Frid. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring myself as the handler, Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, and Christy Bolden as Fenriel. Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid, and Liam O'Doherty. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Sign Universe, all one word. You can also find Sign Adventures and other media on our YouTube channel. Sign is a part of the Fable and Folly podcast network, with recording provided by Zencaster. If you like what you hear, please do like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, thank you for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to the trailer for Madame Magenta Sonus Mystica. Hang on, why am I doing my own trailer? Where will the people want to see their star, my dear? No one can see me, Bernard. This is a podcast. Oh. You know what? I should have that deep voice chap doing this. You know the one. What's his name? Oh, the... Um, the, the strange the, name. Yes. Like uh, a fruit. Red pepper. That's yes, it. yes. <clears throat> In a world where something, something, something... That's the one? Oh, it's quite sexy, Bernard. Oh. Save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure I can keep it up. You've never had a problem before. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes, oh that, that was a very clever joke. Yes. I am a very turgid man. You are? I'm going to make a cup of tea. You do the trailer. Oh, right you are. <clears throat> In a world... You... Oh, great. Normal. Uh, Earl Grey, please. In a world where ghosts and angels walk amongst us. Float! They float! Uh, uh, float amongst us stands one woman, Magenta. Oh, God, my bloody spirit guide's frozen the milk again. It's going to have to be iced tea, I'm afraid. Oh, all right, fair enough. Uh, psychic, medium... <coughs> my throat. Oh, uh, Magenta... I can't do this anymore. Bernard, you won't get nodules. You're not Adele. Well, actually, interestingly enough, that wasn't nodules. That was an exploding polyp. Oh, God. Do you imagine that? Exploding polyp. Anyway, that's not why I can't do the trailer anymore. Oh. Do you mean... Uh, Yes, the angelic manifestation by the dog bed, yes. Here we go again. What do you want? From the makers of Mockery Manor comes Madame Magenta, Sonos Mystica. For all fans of the esoteric. Available now wherever you get podcasts.